It's the potty mouth safe space for balancing daddy duties and creative careers. Let's get into it with artists, creatives, and business pros that have similar hardships and victories in fatherhood. It's the Creative Dad Pod, hosted by five-time Emmy-winning videographer, documentarian, and one-time daddy, Adrian Huerta. On this episode of the Creative Dad Pod, we are visiting hat maker, world traveler, mezcal ambassador, culture curator, and social media influencer, Gilbert Marquez. Through this current Mexican-American renaissance of art, culture, and marketing, Gilbert expresses that fine line of Chicano tradition and the cultural progression through his very successful family-owned Pachuco Supply hats and brand. Sure, the business might have over 136,000 Instagram followers and 16K plus on his personal account, but I think the most important thing is he finds a way to still be an active father and husband. Please welcome to the podcast, life partner of Cynthia and creative dad to Frida, Gilbert Marquez. What's up, dude? We're finally getting this done. It's, yes. You know, it's, it's, been, it's been a while, but I mean, I, I watch you. I've been watching you on social. Um, you've grown numbers-wise. Um, and I finally get to meet you. We, we did uh, uh, Cantina El Pachuco. Yeah, Cantina Pachuco. Um, at El Altura. Yeah. And we appreciate you doing that. It was cool. I, I honestly think it was probably the, the most successful um, uh, activation that we had. Wow. Uh, but I also get to meet your wife and your daughter. And it was as hard as you worked to make that event happen. I got firsthand uh, experience of, of you being a dad and, and, yeah. and you being a partner. Uh, and I thought it was super sweet and I thought it was awesome, man. That's, uh, awesome. Thank you. That's a great compliment. Just, uh, uh, been following Altura and yourself, uh, through all you're doing and, and, and to know that, um, this, uh, activation was successful in your eyes is for me, uh, uh the, the goal, right? We, we wanted to do something, uh, to showcase, uh, a culture that, uh, otherwise doesn't get showcased in this fashion, which an art gallery and you know we we brought a band to play Norteños and it's 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 pretty great. It was pretty sick. Cool. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Yeah. Um. But like I said, you, I mean, your your wife is a part of your business. Yeah. Um. So she was going to be there. Yeah. Whether she was a part of it or not, but also your daughter was there. Yeah. Um. Who who is Frida and and who is Cynthia? Uh, Cynthia is my life partner, my wife. Um. She is. Uh, my motivation for uh, everything that I do. She has been uh, super supportive. Uh, we share an ego. We want to make sure that we are both doing great. And, and, uh, and I think that that's important. Um, and uh, uh, just for me, when I first met uh, Cynthia, I know people say this a lot, but uh, I walked up and she was, she doesn't smoke anymore, but she was smoking a cigarette at the time. Um, and I was like, not for the cigarette, right? But the, something about the badassness attitude, I was like, I'm going to marry her. And, um, right away, super quick. You kinda, just knew. Yeah. And, um, and Frida came later, uh, a surprise to both of us because we were always the folks who were like, uh, we're not going to have kids. Um, we, you know, we're going to, we're going to travel and we're going to do all these things. And I don't want to have kids. And when I found out, uh, Cynthia was, um, pregnant with Frida, I was, uh, super relieved. She, uh, called me into the room and said, 
uh, Gilbert, we need to talk. And I was like, <laughs> you know something's up. Yeah, yeah. You know, something's up. Get What did I do? Um, and she's like, uh, I'm pregnant. I'm like, yes. Thank God. One. <laughs> and then and then two, uh, yeah, this is this seems right. And then so the normal things that cu- uh, that that um that uh couples go through is like, you know, is this what we want to do? What are our options and all that? And 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 for me, I, I felt like I was ready to have a family and, and wanted to have a family. And then so, what what age are you at this point? Um, what age are you when you find out that? Uh, how old am I now? I'm 26. <laughs> yeah, you look great <laughs> for 26. No, that, um, that wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do They're plugs. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, so uh, uh, about 33 years old. Okay chronologically i am really bad <laughs> like just knowing what uh, what year certain things happen but uh frida was born in 2019 um three years old and uh and yeah there, there was something there was something uh about her telling me that uh frida is going to be born that uh really uh everything clicked yeah this is this is what i want to do i want to be a dad and um and she gave birth to uh, little Frida, and uh, Frida is a creative, um, uh, outgoing yet uh, cautious and and observant. Um, uh, the love of my life, uh, little baby, and uh, I always say that she's uh, three going on sixteen. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I mean, those uh, kids, you, we, I don't think we give them enough credit, right? With how fast they learn, how fast they, they evolve and, and develop their own personality. Um, but the idea that you're going three to 16 is pretty accurate. Um, yeah. I didn't, I, you know, you hear all the stories of like how much and how fast these kids grow up. And it's true though. Um, do you hate it? Do you hate how fast it goes? Yes. Um, because... Uh, because uh, being a creative, you know, you're you're always working. You know, we we have this uh, small company, this small family-owned company, that um, you know, it's not one of those jobs where it's like, you know, should I go into work today? Is there anything for me to huevo? You know, right. there's always right. something to do. Right. There's always there's no reason to even ask. So, um, at the 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 time melting away as you're trying to build something for her, um, if, as I'm trying to build something for her and our family, um, the time is melting away. It's going away and I can never get it back. And you see the, the, the stuff on social media, like those little clips of, you know, uh, you know, Bluey playing in the background, the toys on the floor. You just don't get that twice. I mean, uh, not with the same child. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't enjoy that, but, I don't know. Are are we paying it forward to, you know, means to what end, right? Always. And so to the end of just making sure that she has a, a, a great life, mm-hmm. whatever that means. You As much as you want to give to her, and it seems like you, you love being around this kid, you're also not around yeah. as much as you would like. Yeah. There's a sacrifice. Um, how do you, how do you balance that out? And I mean, do you, do you, do you have any resentment to it? I mean, you're saying it's going by so fast, but you're also trying to, um, I guess, support 
a child, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a weird, it's give and take, right? Yeah. It's, it's such a sacrifice and there is a resentment that builds up and I, um, I find myself because I'm not perfect. Um, uh, uh, letting that show to family and um, uh, into my wife and uh, we would always know at relationship wise that there's a there's a there's a big long trip coming up because my temper is shorter and um, I, I, I it's just not enough time at home and that um, if you don't check yourself, um, can be damaging to the relationship. And so that's, uh, what I'm constantly trying to do is like, I'm not mad at, uh, you know, we're late to, uh, this dinner reservation. I'm upset because this is the last dinner that we're going to have before I go on this big trip. That's why I'm upset because I want to be around you. And so checking that I think is important. That's amazing that you're able to understand what you're mad at. You're still mad, right? And unfortunately it comes out at the worst times, but the first opportunity that you can be mad, you take it, right? Cause yeah. I think it's unfortunately healthier to get it out. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's amazing that you're able to find what, what you're, you're mad about. Cause sometimes people don't understand that, you know, yeah. and they just kind of keep rolling with the negativity. Yeah. They never figure it out. Yeah. But I think when you fi do figure it out, then you can kind of sort of stop yourself before it happens. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's the idea that you're moving too fast. You know, there's not enough time, you know, between leaving here and going to the family space and there's enough time to separate. Yeah. It kind of just bleeds over. Yeah. The, the difficulties of fatherhood, I think a lot of people don't know about. Did, did you know? how hard it was going to be? Did you have an idea? You're ready. You're like, it seems like you're ready for the happy parts. You're like, I'm ha I'm ready to have a kid. I'm ready, you know, but are you ready to lose sleep? Are you ready to change diapers when you uh, should be somewhere else? Like, you're, It's a life change, right? It's a lifestyle change. One, one of my best friends, um, uh, John uh, Rexer, uh, one time in Oaxaca during a, a trip for Ilegal um, told me, mm, I was uh, upset. I was going through a breakup and, um, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to have kids. I'm not going to have a family. I'm just going to focus on myself. And, uh, John checked me and he said, don't lie to yourself. I see you. I see how important family is to you. And I think that you would be a great dad. Um, later on, uh, you know, in maybe a year or two later, he said, you should have a kid. I'm like, why do you say that? He said, well, you know, I want to be a godfather, is, is what he said. And then also, um, you don't take life so seriously. You're not so serious that that you're not going to be an enjoyable father. You're going to be a good father. And uh, uh, after that conversation is when I found out that uh, that Cynthia was pregnant and, and everything kind of clicked. But um, It's almost like you knew. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe you did. I don't know. Uh, you know, um, if I would have asked my Mexican aunt, <laughs> she would have sure. been like, "Oh no, he knew." And then the sun was this way, and right? Remember. Was that way. <laughs> um, and her belly was pointing this way. Right. It's, it's, a girl. Um, <laughs> it's lower you know, where it sits. Yeah, yeah. Science. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Dia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she was never wrong. Uh, 
there, so, so many things that you don't know. Um, I would come into uh, my, uh, my kitchen when I was a kid. And I would see my dad, you know, just sitting there like this. Chinga, you know, and I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what it was. And uh, to you know, in in my opinion, my father was a good a good man, uh, or a good dad, um, to me uh, and and to to my siblings, I believe. Um, now, I know what he was stressed out about, and it, it's that saying that you hear um and read on on social media it's like um what is it uh being a parent is hard for good parents right and so he was stressing himself out because he wanted to give us everything he didn't go to cantinas you know he wasn't he he wasn't absent you know right. he was there as much as possible right. but when he wasn't there le estaba chingando he was working <laughs> right he was working and so and so that was one of the things that that now i realize i'm like and and i try to uh, you know tell you know my nephews i'm like one of these days you're going to understand why i'm telling you this you you do speak of your nephews um who kind of sort of you've taken under your wing we've had this conversation before this yeah. podcast um set up that situation my question for you though is um are you, do you think you can take that load on with what you do? I mean, you're a busy guy, like Pachuco Supply, Illegal, um, other ventures in social media, family man, one daughter, a wife, you live in Orange County, you're, everything's in Los Angeles. So there's a lot going on with you. Yeah. Do you have the capability to take that on? Uh, on paper, no. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, even me saying it, I'm like, this yeah. is exhausting. Yeah. Uh, on paper, no, but my heart says yes. Right, my brain says no. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, my uh, my sister is a single mother uh, to uh, some teenagers, uh, sixteen, you know that age. Um, and they don't uh, have as much of a, a fatherly presence from from their from their father uh, for whatever reasons. And that's not my that's my that's not for me to know. I guess, um, but but I do see uh, the opportunity for them to go down the wrong road, mm -hmm. and I would rather sacrifice my free time, my money, and uh, my emotions in, in trying to make sure that they don't go down those roads. Um, it it is a lot and it's very difficult and and no i don't have the bandwidth necessarily to do it in, in the full capacity but we always talk about planting seeds and um i i was very lucky to have older folks in my life that planted seeds that at the time you know there's, ah, you got to learn from my mistakes don't do this don't do that nah, those guys aren't your friends as soon as things as soon as things get rough they're going to you know whatever it is right and so i didn't listen to my father or my my uncles or or older people in my life at the time i was like ah. but i i wasn't listening to them but i heard them and i and it absorbed and they planted a seed in me and so now i look back at those lessons and so i i talked to uh, my nephews and i said 
you don't have to love what I'm saying. Just hear me. And, and uh, poco poquito, you know, I'm trying. So uh, are there certain lessons that, I I guess, is there, do you think there's a difference between like, you know, raising uh, a girl that's yours, but also helping boys, masculinity, um, there's those aspects that you understand, but then also there's your daughter on the other end. Are you taking and giving anything away from either one? And I mean, what are the differences? Yeah, I think uh, inherently uh, I may be a little bit more, uh, a little a little rougher with with the boys. Um, but but there is a roughness too that has to happen with my daughter. And so I, I acknowledge, I know that, and I try. Pero como papá... You know, esa tu hijita, you're like, how, you, how am I going to be rough to her? Right. But it has to happen, right? You you have to set her up for for the the the, the world. Well, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, how do you do that as a girl, Dad? You know, uh, you know where? Well, you know, I don't know, I don't know, but but I I know it. It's I know I'm going to try, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I I I guess um, you know. Uh, teaching her that 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 uh physical beauty isn't everything and uh and that goes for both you know that that goes for that goes for children in general they they should know that 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 their value is 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 um other things that they bring to the table and uh i guess uh, there there has to be subtle ways i'm sure in 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 raising but you know so uh, i i was watching this cartoon uh the bill burr's cartoon oh yeah and um it, it was just it's like this this cartoon that was set up in the like uh the setting is is the 1970s and um he was talking to his son and like, i'm gonna put your head through the wall you know yelling at his son which is you know it's it's not great not right. a, not not the way you right. raise your kids but you know it's satire yes or comedy um and then his daughter walks in and he's like hi princess <laughs> I guess sometimes that happens with with fathers. I I'm doing my best to not raise a princess in 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 that way. But you know, uh I just want to raise a strong human. I mean, I think you need that in this world, yeah. right? Yeah. Um but also there's different ways of doing it than the way that you're brought up, right? Um, things come up now. There has to be. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, in in our day, we're similar in age. There's the idea of, you know, physical um, discipline. Um, there's, you know, throwing people out of the house. There's, yeah. you know, stuff that we would probably say no to now. Yeah. Right? Um, but, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird balance. Right? Like I, with Antonio, you know, he's... He's uh he's about sixteen months, yeah. right? And every time he gets hurt, I it, it it's weird. It's almost like he he wants to cry if he gets hurt, but he'll he it's almost like he's trying he's fighting it, right? And I don't know where he gets that from, which is interesting because whenever he, it happens, I tell him, if it hurts, man, just let it out. You know, cry. It, it's okay. It's not a problem. You know, um, before it would be for us it'd be like no no you're fine you're fine like automatically somebody would tell you you're fine yeah. you're fine you're fine you're fine yes yeah and 
it, it's it's almost like I don't want I personally don't want to do that. I want him to know like, dude, don't bottle that up. If it hurts, it hurts, whether it's physical or or you know your feelings or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's also sixteen months, and you know. Yeah, but, and, and he should he should cry when it when when it hurts, uh, whatever whatever it may be. And uh, I I remember before I was a father, uh, having my nephew in the back seat of the car, and I was rolling up the window, and he smashed his fingers on the on the window and uh, he grabbed his hands and he looked at me and was scared to cry oh. and and i i pulled over and i told him mijo it's okay to cry if it hurts it's okay you don't have to be scared of crying around me um awesome. with that there are also uh frida's emotions are obviously valid and when she's angry at me i let her know that it's okay for her to be angry at me and 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 try to explain to her why she's not getting what she wants or or whatever it is it's usually just a popsicle or something but letting her know that it's okay for her to be angry at me because i want her to express her emotions to me and 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 i guess planting those little seeds now is important for me is that different than the way you were brought up i mean <laughs> yes okay. yes it, it was my mother is so giving uh she is so giving her time her energy but also was raised by her sister who uh, would teach her certain ways of correcting behavior, you know, te va, te va a llevar ese señor, you know, that man is going to take you away if you don't calm down. Mm. Ahí viene la policía. I'm going to call the cops on you. Those things. And so she would, she would repeat those things to me. And uh, my father was going through his own, he's battling his own uh, traumas, demons, with his family. His uh, mother threw him out at a very young age uh, from his house. And uh, I don't think he had a really good relationship, though he tried to mend it in his later years. Looking back now, I know that the way that they raised me, obviously... uh, I feel like I'm I'm doing pretty good, but but also it, it wasn't ideal. But looking at it, I know they were going through their own uh, traumas and, and and battling those traumas, and 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 I don't think that they raised me in a way that uh, I guess they could have with all of that trauma. They could have been way worse, I think. But uh, but uh, yeah, not ideal right. by any means. So, I mean, talking about your dad, uh, fatherhood itself, um, this business is, is, is kind of sort of a, a, comes from your dad. Right? Yeah. Um, it's an ode to your father. Yeah. Um, who, who was your dad? And do you, do you think you're doing a good job with Pachuco Supply in ode to your dad? Yeah, I, I, think, I think we're doing a good job uh, to the best of our abilities. Uh, my vision for the company has always been a way of 
expressing um, myself, ourself through uh, this art form, which I would consider a, um, a Chicano art, uh, uh, a subcategory of Chicano art, I guess you could say. And so I think we're doing a good job. My father uh, was also named Gilbert Arquilberto, and he uh, was a, a drug addict in his younger years. How could he not be? He had no love. He had no one to, you know, when your 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 mom gives you piojitos, <laughs> lays you down on the couch and does it, you know, the best feeling in the world. Right. To my knowledge, he didn't have that, and you know he was thrown out at a at a at a young age, and lived on the streets and and, and grew up, you know, uh, in uh, on the streets. And so, how you know what what else was he going to end up doing, you know? But eventually, falling into to drugs started um, a pretty bad uh, heroin addiction, in and out of prison, his his whole life most of his life, his young life. When my sister was born, he became a born-again Christian and sobered up, dropped heroin that day and did the best job that he could possibly do. I don't have too many memories of my dad being expressive with his love and I find myself sometimes being dry uh, but trying to break that down, I, I I would have never guessed that you were dry. I mean, you, but maybe that's just the job and the marketing and yeah. the ambassadorship that you do. Um, I there's the, I think with the idea of like Pachuco and Chicano and the original Zoot Suits, that whole thing that is involved with your brand. There's hardships that yeah. come with it, right? Like that originality. Um, but it, it almost seems like when it, it's it's almost like a tribute. I think you're the what you're doing. I feel like is a tribute to this. But it, it almost seems like it's it's it's. I mean, there's popularity within this style wise. Yeah. I mean, you're doing hats for you know Madonna, yeah. my foe, Tia, Dolores Huerta. Yeah. Um, you know, big names and for art and creativity. Do you think that Chicanoism is going through a renaissance right now? It, it almost seems like it's it's coming back, but it's 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 not it's not what it once was, right? There there aren't a lot of there are hardships. There's always hardships involved, but um, I grew up with it. We we all grew up with it around in it. Do you think that there's a, a renaissance right now happening creatively with Chicanos? I believe so. Chicanismo has always been, in my uh, opinion, about turning uh, a negative into a positive. Uh, Rascuachismo. Uh, I think you're the personification of it, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. I try to be. Uh, Though uh, I posted something on social media and I asked people, what does Rascuache mean to you? And, 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 uh, uh, our folks that, that are from Mexico, 
uh, rascuache is a bad thing. Uh, but but we know uh, for for a Chicano, you probably uh, growing up in the Southwest could be a positive thing. Right. Um, upcycling, right? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. So uh, turning something into or turning nothing into something something less than ideal into something positive. And I think that that positivity is coming from that hardship now uh, a lot of attention a lot of folks reaching out to uh, uh, small businesses family-owned businesses like ours brown-owned businesses so we're starting to see some of the positivity in in, in those in that resilience of, of trying to survive trying to keep uh chicano art alive though it's never gone anywhere because it's been its specificity and uh uh longevity in, well, in, in art well social media helps with that right yeah. i mean i have access to seeing what people are doing in phoenix in albuquerque yeah. in chicago well, new york san antonio back home you know and it, it's it kind of brings people together, right? It, it's almost like, oh wait, I'm not alone. I can still do this. We can still do this. We can still put it out there. We can put our own spin on it, yeah. um, or just respect it. You know, yeah. for me as a photographer, videographer, documenting it is probably one of my favorite things. I don't post it because it's just not something I'm like. It, it's it, it's a fine line, and you walk it very well. Thank you. Um, brown man, Chicano, identify as Chicano, but not necessarily owner of a lowrider and. Yeah. Um, you know, dressing and 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 went going through those hardships, but the idea of respecting and knowing that this is a part of us. Yeah. It's kind of sort of nice to kind of go and highlight it a little bit. My father went through those hardships. My father was you know, low had a low rider, had low riders. Um went through all it was in prison. It was a was a a, a fighter a boxer and he he went through those those hardships and now uh because he uh, guided me in such a way letting me know that i don't have to do those negative things to survive giving me uh a, a better life a better lifestyle now i'm able to uh do things that um i think he would be proud of but also um are a reflection of growing up in that sort of household that was clawing its way out of the negativity and uh wanting to do something more trying to shake off that 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 the the negative portions of that upbringing and really just shine a spotlight on the beauty of it and to to kind of follow up with the the hardships the those aspects that mm. your father goes through but turning it into something beautiful i mean there are hardships but there's art in there there's yeah. creativity in there there's i mean isn't that the whole idea of upcycling right uh, isn't so, that isn't that a lowrider isn't that you know your bench that i've yeah. seen on instagram that's made of you know old pallets you know um it's it's kind of just part of the culture you know um yeah but yeah. also it, it's the hardships that come with the idea that you can't have anything new yeah you can't we don't have the means we don't have the money we need to pay our bills 
fine. It doesn't mean that we can't have nice things. Yeah. We, we can have something new, but we can have something nice. That's what a lowrider is. A lowrider is um, turning a fact, you know, off the, the factory car American sedan into a beautiful piece of art. It's what Chicano Park is turning, you know, that, that, uh, that overpass. What is it? The over, is it overpass, right? Yeah. Into uh, those pillars, into beautiful pieces of art. It's, it's turning that park into something that was, you know, just dry and sterile. Well, you thought you were hiding people under there yeah. and like, no, nobody's going to come down here. Yeah. They got art, dude. They have ideas. They have spirit and it shows like, it doesn't matter what you give us. Yeah. We're going to put it out there regardless. Yeah. That, and that's, that's uh rascuachismo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. You know, uh, that's, that's one of the things that, that I really got from my parents is like, that attitude of like, ah, you know, I'm gonna yeah, get it done. Nah. Watch me. <laughs> but he, I thought right. it was just him. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like, isn't that uh, a, a beautiful uh, form of uh, Mexican American Spanish? <laughs> yeah, or even is. Spanish. We know what it means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what if? But what if? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, the chingadera. Yeah. Right? The it's we know it's just general my mom whenever she doesn't know what it's called that's what find it, it yeah find it i'm gonna kick your ass yeah. <laughs> uh you know daddy daughter dates are very important right um you go to a movie you go to a park you can go on a cruise yeah. stuff like that you um you 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 went and showed your daughter um a memorial uh in in uh, of hardships speaking of hardships yeah. zutsu riots yeah. you know 80th anniversary as of this time and as of the recording of this podcast you took your daughter out to go visit how do you explain that to you know a toddler a three-year-old right and 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 why why i'm gonna play i'm gonna play devil's advocate why would you take your daughter to go highlight something that was supposed to be or is pretty bad it was painted as as bad we were described as hoodlums as criminals by the media um i had uh, a pop-up i did a pop-up and wanted to display some art i i used some photography by a gentleman named um art meza who uh on, on instagram Yes, uh, who has uh, his, his pages called Chicano Soul. And there was this beautiful photograph of these homies standing in front of a lowrider, shirtless, tattooed, their face, their neck, their, their entire torso. And so many people look at that photo and see criminal, see gangster, sees negativity i see my tios i see my cousins i see myself i don't think that i had to explain anything to frida there was danza mexica there was aztec dance i don't have to explain to her what that is because 
corre en su sangre. You know, it's, it's in her blood. You know, my family comes from, I believe, because we're detribalized, right? We don't know exactly what we are. But I believe yaqui roots. And so I don't have to explain the, the tambor to my daughter. She actually loves it and will stand at the front of the circle watch, watching the danza mexica, watching them do the, the danza del permiso, you know, calling the four corners. And, um, and, and, and she's dancing and loves it. And um, actually at this uh, Zoot Suit Riot Memorial uh, Cruise, they had an opening ceremony and the dancers walked away and walked in between the lowriders and started dancing over there. And she followed them and stood there and drank her horchata and was watching it and walked up to the, the, the hubcaps and said, oh, look, a mirror, and was looking at Aww. herself in the mirror, <laughs> right? That's super cute. And, uh, and, and walking up and down and, uh, Daddy, why are so many stranger dangers talking to you? I was like, ah, oh, you know, they, they know the, the hat company. They want you to make a hat? Like, yeah. And, um, and that was really awesome, too, that, that uh, her seeing folks come up, shake my hand, thank you for what you're doing. I think that, that uh, Pachuca Supply is great and, and your voice and, and all that. So getting those congratulatory things in front of my daughter, though she's three years old, who knows what she'll remember, but you'd be surprised, right? But I don't think I had to explain anything to her. She, it's, it's in her blood, I believe. Right. I mean, I, I, I believe things like that as well. I mean, why do certain things feel the way they do when, you know, you see Aztec dancers, you yeah. see lowriders, you see, why, why does this feel so right? Why does it feel so good? When I discovered Aztec dance, I was driving around in an Impala and was probably on my way to not do something so positive. And I was about 17 years old, 16 years old. And I hear, it's like a party. And so I started getting closer. And then I started smelling copal in the air. I'm like, I took a deep breath and it made my, you know, when you have anxiety and you take a deep breath and, and it washes away for whatever reason, maybe it's, maybe you took a medication that you need or, or, or whatever it is, uh, took a drink of cold water and that anxiety mm -hmm. washes away. I smelled that copal, it went into my nose and then into my lungs and I breathed out and it was calm. And this is Danza Mexica. I, I, and, and so I joined the Calpuli, the dance group. Wow. And, 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 and it was one of those things that just called me from across this, the, 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 it was, uh, the neighborhood across the neighborhood it called me wow so and so this is in anaheim is that this was uh it was actually in fullerton but yes i grew up in orange county right. uh, i was living right. in anaheim at the mm -hmm. time but i was driving around in in fullerton so just the experience of drums smell so sound smell yeah and it all just clicked it's just this feels good yeah. this feels right i need to join this i need to be a part of this learning uh, about your roots you always as someone who grew up uh, Mexican-American or Chicano or, or even Mexican, you right. know, at, at, when I was a kid, I would just call myself Mexican. You learn about Pancho Villa, you learn about Emiliano Zapata, you learn about Benito Juarez, 
but then you also learn about Maya well and the Aztec calendar and like those little things. And then so seeing the seeing uh, the uh, lowriders with their murals or their their paintings of 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 a fully feathered Aztec dancer or warrior, it, it seeing the Kalpuli dancing, it was like yeah, this is where you know this is where it is. You know we're still here. I know you're far away from this um, because Frida's so young. Yeah, but it, it, traditional education doesn't seem like it suited you well. No. So you're like, fuck this. I'm gonna go learn my own shit because you seem well educated, but it seems like you did it yourself. Um, do you think that traditional education will be and is important in a child's life now, or do you think? Do you think like your parents? You're like, I don't want your this life for you. I want this to be better for you, right? Yeah. Do you think like that with Frida when it comes to education and thought? Because I mean, you you're very successful, and you are you're you're pretty knowledgeable and aware of who you are and what you're trying to do. But you didn't finish school. No. Do no, Do you think that if you would have finished school, do you think you probably could have done this? And do, would you want that for your daughter? This was the, rose, uh, the road I chose. Uh, I'm always looking at decisions that I've made and what if I didn't get a tattoo on my face? What if I didn't get tattoos all over my neck? What if I would have just went to school? What if I would have applied myself? You know, la cagué? You know, did I? Uh, did I mess up? I don't know. I don't know how much different it would be. Um, chingo de ganas tenía always like i was always going to work hard and uh certainly with a better education i guess uh I, I would be further i don't know who knows but when it comes to the decision of whether i'm going to um force uh or or really really strongly recommend whatever word you want to use or phrase um frida to go to a traditional schooling well, I'm not sure. I, well, I mean, but, but people with money have that opportunity, right? Like, they no public school. We're going to put them in private school, Montessori yeah. school. Well, that's one thing that we're not blessed with. I, I think that I don't have those opportunities. I didn't have those opportunities growing up. And hopefully I can work hard enough to give those opportunities to uh, my daughter. Uh, at the very least the options at, at the very least the options of that i don't know we my wife uh cynthia is really leaning towards homeschooling R really yeah really leaning towards homeschooling and uh and and that uh, sort of path right but i've considered thought about uh, you know, what am I not going to be able to buy for myself? And how hard am I going to have to work? <laughs> yeah. How hard am I going to have to work to get this baby into uh, private school? Right. I don't know. Uh, it's. I mean, you're almost there. It's yeah. You know. Yeah, Frida is so advanced at her age. Very, very, very smart. Very quick. Preschool is she interactive like she's, that or no? she is? She's in she preschool. Is, okay. Yeah, she's in preschool right now. And so, so uh, social, she's yeah. in there socially. Yeah. Um, and she's learning other things as well, but 
that's the that that's the the thing is is I want her to be social, and you don't get that from homeschooling. Or I guess right. uh, the idea is I don't know too much about homeschooling to right. know that for a fact you don't get that right, right. that that sort of social interaction. Right. But I'm assuming that that it's not as social as as going to a school with with a large classroom. But then, how much? energy does the teacher have for your son or daughter yeah. when there's 16 20 25 other kids 30 40 if you're 30, in public 40. school yeah. yeah for sure so but i mean that's a tough that's a toughie you know um, yeah. because you look at i didn't finish college you know i went to community college on a two-year plan i went for three years and dropped out uh so i did <laughs> not i don't look a fucking loser um uh, you know i'm doing terrible uh, pretty shitty, oh, um, but you know, it, it, it makes me question. You know, my my fiance Nicole is phenomenal. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's passionate. She's, yeah. but she also was, you know, locked in and smart enough, and worked hard enough to get her PhD in in uh, in school education, right, or in in school psych um, through the School of Education. Those are two different, you know, avenues. And and I think about it all the time. You know, what's the route that I should put my kid through? I have this decision to make now. I'm the one that's guiding this this kid. Uh, We've been thinking about homeschooling. And uh, that seems like a viable option. But then also uh, alternative, like an alternative education. I I have friends that went to... um, I'm not sure what this type of schooling is, but where there's different ages. Is that Montessori right now, right? No, uh, no, I'm not sure. I wish Nicole was here. Yeah. This is why we can't have this. We're nothing without our partners. I'll talk about hats. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But uh, traditional schooling, in my experience, Mm -hmm. was not not a positive experience. I... uh, had teachers be so cruel to me uh, when I was young and I just wanted them to like me. But I never had a chance to because I, I'm i not sure I was never diagnosed with a learning disability mm-hmm. or anything like that. But schooling, traditional schooling and, and paperwork and math and everything was so very difficult for me. But I was also in this 30 student classroom where who even fucking knew who even knew i was uh, falling behind until it was too late until i was you know standing in front of the teacher and she was crumpling up my paper and throwing in the trash and saying all of your work looks like garbage Mm -hmm. and so that was a slap you know uh, across the head when 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 i experienced that but then how could i blame the teacher, I was so buried in that class between so many kids who has time to check in on in every individual one. So then do I want to risk Frida going through that? That's a tough one. Yeah. That's tough. But we have plenty of time yes. <laughs> oh, to yeah. go through it. Yes. It's super slow. Yeah. As fast as it's going, it's super slow. Hardly discernible. Right. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. I mean, the idea of giving your kid an opportunity is probably the best situation. I would think you can't resolve this. I mean, everybody has different avenues and there's freedoms to do it, you know, and there's means now, right? Like success gives you more options, I think. Right. I I want to raise her in a way that I want, I want to be a, 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 
Obviously, like raising someone's well, sounds like cattle. <laughs> I want to be an example of being able to make your own decisions and uh, being uh, strong-willed. Mm. Being a, an example is the most important thing. I could sit here and say, you have to do this, you have to do that, you, you, this is the way you have to live a perfect life. And if Frida sees that daddy's, you know, drinking a little too much or is uh, depressed or is lazy, whatever it is, undisciplined with his diet, all of those things, if I'm not an example of that, then well, then how can I expect her to be anything different? So I think that a great deal of working on myself has been uh, a part of, uh, of me raising her. I could use it raising, but cattle, yeah, raising cattle. A part of uh, of of um, of this parenting experience has been working on myself. I think you're doing it for the better. Yeah, I mean, you're you know successes that you have coming that we've talked about that we will not talk about. I'll let you do that on your own accord. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people listen. I mean, you have 136 thousand followers on Pachuco Supply, and then 16k on 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 your personal i i think people will be aware as you know as, as a creative um as a business owner an entrepreneur um but also as a as a, a partner uh, yeah. and but more so for me as a dad yeah um but yeah congratulations to you um i appreciate you i appreciate this time thank you um but before we go yeah um uh, the last thing you got to do is uh, you you're you you and your wife are pretty smart your daughter's going to be smart. She's going to find this podcast later on. What is one thing you want to leave her message-wise? I want you to, 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 to at this point, this is, this is an opportunity to tell your daughter something now at this point um, that you want her to find and want her to know when she finds this in 10 years, 20 years, you know, 30 years. Um. Frida, I want you to know that uh, being a father isn't easy and that every waking moment, every extra hour of work I'm putting in is, is for you. I want to be someone that you're proud of and I hope that I am someone that you are proud of. I value my relationship with you more than anything and I value your happiness more than my own life. And anything that I could do to make sure that you live a happy life. I will do it without thinking about it. And I love you. Awesome. Thanks, dude. Thanks for being on, on the podcast. Thank you. Special thanks to our guests and listeners. 
feel free to reach out on all our ads, suggest some topics, leave some feedback, or just drop a hello. Remember, you're never alone, Dad. This has been the Creative Dad Pod.